I feel like all my chakras are in the right place. I've been doing that thing from the Love is Wan cult where I've just been eating foods of the same color of the chakra of the day. And colloidal silver. So, yeah, and colloidal silver. So my skin is turning a nice purplish hue. Lizards, don't do that. I... That's a joke. Don't do that. No, please. Whatever you do, don't do that. Hello, lizards. Welcome. Uh, I'm here at the surface of the sun. and uh, Reporting to you live. Coming at you live from the surface of the sun. uh, I mean, Also known as Seattle, Washington. (laughs) If I was sweaty last week, oh man, oh man. It's not a a highlighter. It is a a sheen of sweat. We're getting up. Lizards, I want you to know, this is her dedication. This is her dedication to you and this podcast that she's willing to do this. In the record-breaking heat, with no air conditioning, we'll say, is it Death Valley? Is it Seattle? We don't know. We don't know. It's going to be 100 today. It's going to be 109 tomorrow. Okay. Um, 109 is like Las Vegas temperature, in the summer temperatures. Right. That's re- so Nowhere is built, and, oh I, and everyone's sharing the, the fact that um, the Seattle metro area is the least air-conditioned metro area in the country. It, uh, in 2014, it was 30% of homes had air conditioning and now i think it's like 42 44 something like that basically um new homes are still built without it if people are building more kind of sure, on the yeah. cheap and then like it mm-hmm. it's 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 a huge like the signs outside of uh apartment buildings with vacancies where they're like we have air conditioning but like it has to be <laughs> like it built in like the last year or two like it's not mm-hmm. and considering a lot of the houses in seattle including my own tiny house are uh are Old and full of character. Uh, that's why if you hear a slight buzzing that I can't remove, I have a tiny little swamp cooler uh, that looks like Ava from Wally. Uh, it does look like Ava. Chilling next to me here <laughs> uh, to blow a little bit of cool air onto my person. Okay. Ava. <laughs> one one last heat wave thing, and then I promise I'll stop. Uh, my duvet cover is um, dark gray. Mm-hmm. And at one point, I just laid down on it yesterday, like not to like take a nap or anything, but I just wanted to like starfish out. It's the sure. It's the darkest. Yeah. It's the darkest room in the house. It gets the least amount of sun. Just wanted to kind of do that, and then I got up, and there was a full outline of my body oh. of sweat on my oh no dark gray. Oh. Um, we haven't talked about your luxury bed linens lately. My luxury bed linens. So, um. Lizards, if you're a long-time lizard, you would uh, know this. Uh, if you're a dinosaur, you would be a uh, – <laughs> I am susceptible to all uh, podcast advertisements and got myself some Brooklinen. Um, I now have two sets, so I can positively uh, come back and tell you. If you get the classic, it's crisper. It's like they say it's hotel mm-hmm. style. If you get the luxe sateen or whatever, it is softer. Um it's, okay. But they're both very good. But if you want like a soft buttery experience, you uh, go with the Lux, which uh. is about like I don't know, forty, fifty dollars more expensive. Is it cooler as well? Or is it just softer? I actually haven't compared temperatures since I haven't thought about it and been super aware of how hot it is. 
both are fine. It's just what uh, what experience you want to go with. Man, and also we need some new sheets. The dark gray duvet cover will uh, show an outline of your sweat. I can't wait. I can't wait for that. A full swamp monster, like I became. <laughs> uh, so, y'all, it is my turn today, and Yay! there's a long and winding reason why I did what I did, which is many people in my family are going through medical times right now. So I decided to talk about two medical mysteries. Ooh la la. So, and I'll go down this winding rabbit hole as to why I picked the two that I picked because they just sounded fucking weird. But like, if you're just like Googling medical mysteries, it's not going to just be like these. Can I tell you that is not something I want to Google? Don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, no. You'll get also some like links to like old episodes of Diagnosis Murder. Um, I then at first I went to the medical mysteries like section of uh, the Washington Post was one of the first links it gave me, which don't do this because it's the headlines are bonkers because <laughs> it's just a list of headlines. It doesn't say like what the medical mystery is. It's just like the stories and then like whatever little illustration they had to go along with it. And the illustrations mm. are both are bonkers. And like all of them are for a bicyclist, a long overdue checkup uncovered the unexpected. Oh no. A dentist's vice-like pain signaled a nearly invisible disorder. No. A college student's near fatal collapse uncovered a frightening family legacy. And like, the illustration for that looks like a heart but like inside the heart you can it looks like a stairwell and then there's a person who fell like downstairs no thank you her no thank you her flaming ears foretold a diagnosis that terrified her no thanks no thank you and then the subtitle stuck in traffic she discovered images on her phone that seemed to match her strained symptoms like they're all like bonkers No. no bonkers or uh, the unusually flexible joints that gave her a boost of gymnastics portended a malady that took years to diagnose. Oh, no. That sounds, that sounds like an episode of House. I mean, yeah, all of these. Like... A teenager's apparent oh. clumsiness foreshadowed a shocking diagnosis. Oh, no. Um, so this is it's funny because Superhusband and I were actually talking about a medical mystery last night that he... Saw on TikTok, so we have to wonder about this. But then I did some research because I was like, really? Okay. Uh, so there is a woman in Australia who went in for t- tonsillectomy. She had needed to get her tonsils removed. Grown woman. And when she woke up from the surgery and she was recovering, she no longer had an Australian accent. She now has an Irish accent. Is that something that you're talking about? No, but it's in my, my little mini it. lists of, yeah, foreign accent syndrome. So uh, I was like, is this for real? And foreign accent syndrome. And how bonkers is that? It's, the brain is a mysterious and terrible place, frankly. <laughs> That's all I know about the brain. Don't ask me any other questions. It's mysterious, terrible, and frightening. Frightening. It is scary. I didn't want to get into any of those, so... Uh, well, we're gonna, because now we're gonna have some nightmares. So everybody just be prepared. So then I found a list uh, from NewScientist.com that was seven Ooh. unsolved medical mysteries. And they do... Uh, they profile a doctor who's the real-life version of House MD. And okay. He, I like it. I like it. And so one of them, the first one on this list is one that I'm covering, but then there's like chimeric people where 
you were twins in the womb and then you absorb each other. Um, but so some of your DNA is like the twin you absorbed. So like, so there, so there, so there are children of a chimeric person that if you then get like a test to see if this is your biological parent, it won't say that. Oh shit. That's bonkers. Uh, foreign accent syndrome is, is, um, is on this list as well. It's, you know, you go to sleep if you're, or you have some sort of trauma and you wake up and you're speaking in a different accent. The best known case of this syndrome dates from 1941 when a Norwegian woman was ostracized after she was injured during an air raid and began speaking with a strong German accent. That is unfortunate. Oh, highly unfortunate. Wow. Yeah, but, and they used to think it was a psychological problem, but now they think it's neurological, which comes about with stroke or injury that damages the part of the brain associated with speech. However, the big mystery about it is if you've never been somewhere, like, right. you, you, if you're, the accent you wake up with could be somewhere that you've never heard or never been. Right. Which is... Yes. And this woman's, her accent, her Irish, her now Irish accent, sounded spot on. Like, she could have been in normal people. Like, she, <laughs> I, I, you would never know if you heard her speak that that was not her normal way of speaking yeah. and you would never be like she sounds like an you would never be like she sounds like an australian trying to put on an irish accent and one of the the comments she had somewhere was that someone had offered her speech therapy occupational therapy uh, for speech mm-hmm. and she was like but then it just felt like she was trying to fake i mean in her mind the irish accent is now her actual... her accent and her trying to speak with an Austra- Australian accent was like putting on an Australian accent. Like she was playing pretend at it because that it was so foreign to her now. It's just so, it's so crazy. So bizarre. I shouldn't say it's crazy. It's so wild. Right. Like it's, uh, it's, it, 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 it would be like back when I was a server and we would play games because we'd be so bored and I would just be Southern for the day. <laughs> Fun fact, got higher tips. I bet you did. When I, I bet you really did. played up the y'all and um, did a little bit more of a diet, less Southern dialect. Uh, but I'd have to think about it because I was putting it on. It wasn't the, my mm-hmm. natural Merlin, you know. Merlin. Thing. Although, to be fair, I don't really have a, a big Merlin accent either. I don't say. Well, you've been practicing your non regional diction. Oh, but, for quite but, a of, while. but of course. Um, so, another one on this list was brace yourself. Bracing? Putrid finger in 19... Sorry, what? Putrid finger. In 1996, uh, a 29-year-old man had pricked his finger on a chicken bone five years prior to... So, 1991. And he remembered specifically this incident of pricking his finger on a chicken bone. And it it got infected. Okay. And it smelled bad. The most disabling consequence of the infection was a putrid smell emanating from the affected arm, which could be detectable across a large room. And when when confined to a small examination room, like when he would go to the doctor, it was Uh almost intolerable. Oh, my God. Okay. If this happened to you, how long before you were like, I just need to get my finger amputated? A week, maybe. I mean, I think maybe. I, I think I. Well, I live in a small house, so it would be quite unsustainable quite fast. Although I don't know if you become nose blind to it, like you're nose blind to your own smells. Maybe. 
But like you can't have a, a job where you're working around anybody else. And in the 90s, you weren't working from home. That's true. That's true. Uh, so yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, I think that, I, I have a horrible sense of smell, but like I think so I think I could hold out longer than most. But uh, yeah, and um, the infection cleared up spontaneously after what a while and he no longer is putrid. But that's it. That's the mystery. I'd be known as the nine-fingered lady that lived down the street because no, no, uh-uh. And then the last one on this list, except then I'm going to tell you, go into my two, you know, big ones, mm-hmm. um, is the tree man. Uh, there is a man from West Java, Indonesia, that looks like he is half tree, half man. But really what it is, is he has a very rare immune deficiency. So this is, I guess, a solved mystery, but it was just like, for the longest time, it's just like, why does he look like he's made of bark? Brace yourself. Uh, His rare deficiency, uh, it allowed a human papillomavirus, Uh the version that causes warts, to rage out of control. So he was just all wart. (laughs) But his... His... So... (laughs) (laughs) So his skin was just HPV. I just looked at just I just looked H- up a picture. <laughs> mm. I'm so sorry for this man, but he, now they know what it is. They can helpfully treat it. But it I it hope. literally looks like his hands are growing into trees. Don't look up tree man. You'll want to Uh, I don't intend to. That sounds <laughs> awful. And it's like building and building on each other. So it's not even like it's just his fingers are covered. It like looks like things are growing. Anyway, uh, it, I mean, but Tree Man is an apt, apt thing. So the two things I'm going to cover today. Uh, first is called Aquagenic Urticaria. And the other one is just a, uh, a mystery disease that doesn't have a name yet. So, Okay, so say the first one again. Aquagenic Urticaria. Huh. Okay, let's do, it. Also, let's do it. Also known as being allergic to water. Okay. How? How? What? How? How? So the water in your body, like the 60% or whatever water that we are, Mm -hmm. does not affect, like, that doesn't do anything. However, the reason I wanted to cover this is because I am covered in sweat. (laughs) Your own sweat does set off (gasps) the allergy. Drinking water sets off the allergy. Bathing. Rain. So. Crying? Yeah. Oh no, snot. Well, I not really did, yeah, I didn't I see know. snot was not something that came up in in my, my research. I think, that, <sighs> but mostly it's the moisture, right? So anything that has water in it yeah. is going to set it off. But like, for example, a lot of people who suffer from this drink a lot of milk to not be dehydrated because wait, you just said a lot of people who suffer from this. How many people have this? I mean, it's super rare, but like enough that it has a name. I, I so can, awful. yeah. I mean, and then there's different types of urticaria. So this is just the aquagenic one. So this is the water one. Some of it is, okay. some people have severe reactions to pressure, to friction. So it's any contact with water results in hives, welts, a super itchy rash. It feels like you're being stung by nettles. So the water in your body's not affected, but literally regardless of purity, salt content, they've tried you know, doing like super distilled water, things like that. It all sets it off. So it's not like the contents of the water and it's, te- oh. it's technically not an allergy, but it is an immune reaction. 
Um, okay. So something in the body's just like, fuck this! And, like, releases yeah. the histamine and swelling stuff. And and antihistamines <sighs> don't work. Because it's oh, not God. really... No. It's not really... Like, it's very strange. So, anyway. Sounds like hell. So the theories behind it are that water comes in contact with the outer layer of your skin and releases toxic mm-hmm. compounds. Like, some sort of reaction between something in water, like the hydrogen and oxygen in water... And, like, whatever's going on with your dead skin cells and everything that in that epidermis releases some sort of toxic compound. Water dissolves any chemicals that are in that dead layer of skin. And, uh, therefore, whatever is toxic is penetrating a little bit deeper uh, on these people and, therefore, Mm. causing the welts. However, they tested this by removing the top layer of someone's skin and then putting the water. And it still had the reaction. Um, So it was not that (sighs) And then, um, pres- and then the uh, an out there theory is that the slight pressure changes of like putting water on your body and then it's like abs- like evaporating okay. and things like that. The slight pressure changes are, are making the body freak out and set off the immune reaction. The standard method to diagnose this is just to keep them wet for half an hour and see what <gasps> happens. Oh. And they quote uh, one of the. I'll, I'll obviously include all of my sources in the show notes, but there's an article that that from the BBC that sort of centers around one woman and then goes into like the mysteries behind this. And she's just like, yeah, when I went in and said that, you know, she, I think she was diagnosed when she was 12, and she's just like, they told me when they were like, okay, we got to verify that this is what it is, and uh, it's going to be worse than the actual condition. Oh, okay. Let's just talk for just a minute sure. about how. I mean, God bless allergists doing the Lord's work. However, I mean, when I was a kid and I had to get allergy testing done, I, it is barbaric where they're just like, okay, we're going to take every inch of your skin on your back and your arms mm-hmm. and we are going to prick you with all the, like with a, with a needle, with all the things that we think that you're allergic to mm-hmm. and we're, it's like marker marks, right? So we know what's what. And then we're just going to watch it. We're just going to watch it and see what happens. And the bigger the reaction you get, and the more awful it is, and you want to itch it, that's the stuff you're really allergic to. And, and, I mean, we do it in the office so that, like, if you go into anaphylactic shock, that, like, we got you. Know, someone's going to be there to help you. And then when I had to take in youngest daughter, like, it's not really better. They, they At least they do blood work as well now to, like, measure some things, but... I, like for the peanut allergy, they did that and they could like look at the different, so they had more information. They could look at the proteins and like what proteins did she have that were reacting, but it was still just a lot of like, okay, we got to scratch you now. I mean, and then when they're making sure that when they're like, oh, we think that she's outgrown this. Okay. Well, we have to do a test. Okay. What do you do for the test? Well, you come in with the thing that you're allergic to and you eat it in front of the doctor. And then we just wait and see, we just wait and see if you're going to die. It's like, Wow. It's, wow. I mean, it's great. The, it's the definition of fuck around, see what happens. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, like, that's actually doctor fuck around, <laughs> see what happens. I didn't go to fuckery school for you to call. <laughs> or fuck around, find out, whatever that, uh, whatever that yeah. uh, online yeah. thing is. So, which I hate that, like, white supremacists, like, take that over because I think it's just, it's, I, I saw this one meme that's like, yes. fuck, uh, fuck around, find out is literally the scientific method. And they put like a chart of the scientific method, like in with it, like it's the true. fuck around phase, and then this like document it and find anyway. Um, so 
apparently the reaction to milk is slightly less painful. So a lot of them drink milk in order to like get hydrated. Um, because drink, imagine drinking a glass of water and it's just going to burn. Yeah. Oh. The One of the current, so this article from the BBC, I want to say was 2014, 2016. And now there's better treatment. But at the time, the only treatment was powerful antihistamines because it was a, a histamine reaction. That's, you know, a powerful immune reaction doing this. Yeah. And it didn't work really. Like it might mm. make the reaction like slightly less, but like you're still, if it, like one raindrop you know, it's going to feel like right. a burn. Um, or like s- sweating at all. Wouldn't you pee? Ooh. Yeah. Do you think? Like, ah. Oh. Um, and so it's just, and so this woman in the article um, was married and basically her husband was like her full-time kind of care person because like she could never really exercise or move much because she didn't want to, if she started sweating, she'd be in severe pain. Oh. Um, she would only bathe once a week because dear god you know like yeah. and, and trying yeah. to keep clean was just basically just like okay you know we got to do it let's just do this once a week and get super super clean and then like be very very careful to not get dirty um but yeah i still like imagine getting caught in the rain you know Ugh. or like not being able to like i know some people like are very into beaches i mean i'm not but like but okay but even if somebody just accidentally spills like the the number of spills in my household <laughs> i can't even i can't imagine yeah um, so, uh, a normal, in a normal reaction of like a, that causes a histamine reaction, immune cells release the histamine proteins. So you're, you know, like if, okay. if it's like pollen, let's say, right. Your body's mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? And then has an immune reaction, mm-hmm. releases the histamines, which causes the mm-hmm. itch, that kind of thing. Yeah. If it's something that's like skin based, that's what's going to cause like a hive or a welt. So, but now doctors are theorizing that instead of an external source, so the, water you know like a, or like a like a pollen or something like that instead of an external mm-hmm. source of the allergy something internal in the person is producing the allergy antibodies that like go into overdrive and it's something called oh. ige okay still a huge mystery of like why this happens like can you imagine being allergic to water but they did find that they're like okay well if this is let's walk this theory out if ige and an overproduction of ige is what's causing this let's is there something that treats ige hey guess what there is <gasps> asthma medicine oh interesting um an asthma treatment called omalizumab uh they started you know experimenting with this omalizumab on people all sorts of people who have different urticaria so the aquagenic one um pressure friction sunlight that's one. Oh, yeah. Uh, can you imagine? Can you imagine? I mean, I joke about being a vampire, but can you yeah. imagine? Anyway. Ugh. Yeah. So, and the treatment was successful, but this affects so few people that it's really mm-hmm. hard to get a clinical trial together to like yeah. jump through all the hoops you need to jump through for like things to be covered. So the end mm-hmm. of the BBC article is basically this woman saying just like, this costs so much. Um, oh. But now I think I, I was doing, I'm doing follow-up kind of research. Ever, and at this point it is approved for, so oh, that's this was good. back in 2016, right? So by now it is approved as a treatment for urticaria. Does it, does it run in families? I mean, if so few people have it, it would seem like, I, I don't know. I'm just... I think it's like a mutation, right? So it'd be like yeah. whatever whatever is overproducing that IgE is just like, you know, out of nowhere, 
I mean, I am not a doctor. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, but I would assume it'd be something like out of nowhere, something, you know, the genes do the right thing. And then someone's an albino, you know, like, like now you're going to overproduce this thing and you're allergic to sunlight or you're allergic to water or pressure. I'm sorry, allergic to what? Water. Water. So that is aquagenic urticaria. That, I am so glad they found something to help these people. I can't, just thinking about like every interaction that you have with water during the day. I mean, the the small of my back uh, would be (laughs) on fire right now. I, this is gonna be a fun episode talking about medical mysteries and s- sad things. <laughs> but I was, just, I was like, "What's a different type of mystery?" Um, so this next one doesn't have a name yet. It is the mystery brain disease from Canada. Oh shit! No, from Canada. From Canada. Nothing. Nothing bad comes from Canada. Shut your mouth. Mystery brain disease comes from Canada. Oh no. So this is super rare. They are, so the article I was, I read a couple articles about this. Um, This one uh, is updating as of, you know, this year. Um, There are about 48 cases in the province of New Brunswick. And so there are. Just in New Brunswick. Yeah. Yeah. So that's in the Maritimes part of Canada, right? That's the the East Coast, like Nova Scotia and New New Brunswick is north. The symptoms are similar to a disease that has a name and has been studied called Kreutzfeldt-Jakob disease, which is a degenerative brain disease uh, that leads to dementia and death. Um. However, when these people, Ava just shut down. Oh, no. Oh, no, Ava. Come back to us. Ava. <laughs> um, so people would just sort of be experiencing, like, uh, the guy that opens up this one article, it was, he was at, he was celebrating his 40th wedding anniversary and had a seizure out of nowhere. He'd never had a seizure before. And then was just precipitously having health issues. And they were like, it looks like kreutzfeldt jakob disease. Uh, and, but tests for it were coming back negative. And um, this apparently was happening quite a bit to several people. And so, you know, there's this one doctor that was sort of studying it in Moncton. And he was just like, oh, that's an anomaly. And then, like, another one pops up. And it's like, same, Is it? same anomaly. Mm-hmm. And now there's same 48 or, or so because some people may not be diagnosed. They might just be like, oh, they have dementia or whatever. Mm-hmm. An example of someone who would get Kreutzfeldt-Jakob disease would be if you um, eat mad cow meat. But it's different from mad cow disease. It, yes. Yes. It's something that would trigger, like the by, the thing that is causing mad cow is triggers something and then it causes this Kreutzfeldt-Jakob disease. The CJD is also in the same category of disorders as Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and ALS. So that's okay. the type of stuff we're talking about. And I have to say, just on a personal level... I feel like those diseases can just be so terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, we said the brain—the like brain is a terrifying and awful place. It, it, it is. It seriously. Um, and everybody probably, like everyone probably, like if you're thinking about, like, oh, if I had to pick something bad to happen, like if there was a scale, I don't know. There's no good options, no. but. The things like ALS, where there's really nothing that they can do. Mm-hmm. Well, it's probably better than it used to be. But when I was a kid, there was a um, a man in our church that had ALS, and just watching watching it progress, it was it was just terrifying as a kid. 
I mean, I felt awful for him and his family, but yeah, it's just one of those things where you feel completely helpless. And this is even worse with an un... This doesn't even have a name. Uh, the, the doctor that noticed this, his name is Dr. And since this is in the east of Canada, I'm assuming mm-hmm. Allier and not Allier. <laughs> uh, Allier Marrero uh, first came across this, like the, you know, anomaly thing where he was just like, oh, it's one weird ass thing. Let's try and figure it out. But it's just that one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2015, mm-hmm. and now there's about 48 cases, um, split pretty evenly male-female. The range of ages is 18 to 85. Uh, so it's not uh, specific to anything. And that's a short amount of time. So in in that short amount of time, there's now, they've documented 48. almost 50 cases. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, so the symptoms are behavioral changes, such as anxiety, depression, and irritability, unexplained pain. <laughs> Wait a second. That's me. <laughs> okay, get ready. A lot of these things you're going to be like, huh? Um, so, so <laughs> I have the new new Brunswickian disease. Uh, behavioral changes, anxiety, depression, irritability, unexplained pain, severe in- <laughs> severe insomnia, insomnia <laughs> or hypersomnia. So either great, or. Great, great, Mem- great. Memory problems. Done. Fa- fast advancing language impairment. Check. I can never remember anyone's name. But also, like, include like like a stutter or, or like like intense word repetition, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm, uh, and then mm-hmm. that now we get into the thing where I'm just like, okay, not me. Uh, rapid weight loss, muscle atrophy, oh. Uh, oh, visual mind. disturbances, and the reason that I picked this because I was just like, holy garbage, this is like hallucinatory dreams and waking auditory hallucinations. Okay, so is that what a visual disturbance? is a hallucination they didn't go into what visual disturbances were i think the visual disturbance might more be like halos or like oh, you know, okay. severe shadows sense. or severe a floater flip. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um like the types of so floaters where terrifying. like you can't see stuff like because like yeah. i like we all have yeah. floaters but like you know do it joe because if you gotta work here any longer you're gonna feel smaller than my eye floaters <gasps> here's one now i can never look at it dead on it's always trying to get away hey eye floater hi Hey, hey, where you going? Away from your pupil. Well, maybe I'll look over here. I'll go over here. You got an answer for everything, don't you? Some, some, no, of, some of the we're people. We're not done. Some, yes, yeah, some of the people who suffer from this also suffer from capgrass delusions, which means you think that someone you're close to has been replaced by an imposter. I will have to find a podcast episode <laughs> where they talked about that particular issue it's almost like invasion of the body snatchers like exactly someone has come in and like this looks like super husband but really it's almost like another a foreign entity or an alien is taking over his body like or he's just been replaced with a clone but it's not him right and you're convinced absolutely Mm -hmm. convinced Mm -hmm. so could you imagine having this delusion waking up turning over and seeing what is not super husband but is possibly an alien or a body snatcher next right. to you and being so scared. And this person's always like, no, it's me. I mean, it sounds ex- just like a horror movie. Yep. yep, yep what yep. are you so afraid of? Oh my, this is awful. So the current theory about this mysterious New Brunswickian thing is that it is acquired and not genetic. So that it would be something where like, okay. 
as if you you know if you eat the mad cow meat which is again not right. is the cjd is not this but um or you you know get the weird pollen on you or whatever right yeah uh-huh. uh, so it's not genetic there is no treatment if the zombie bites you yes, for yes, example yes, 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 yes. okay there is no it. treatment currently they just treat symptoms as best they can how can they even treat those symptoms oh my god the theories here are one there's a toxic element that triggers the degenerative changes Mm -hmm. um two chronic exposure to an excitotoxin and something that one of the articles like compare like gave a situation similar to that is that back in 1987 there was a incident on prince edward island of severe severe food poisoning due to tainted mussels and lots of people were had chronic exposure to okay handwriting demoic okay uh it was so they had chronic exposure to demoic acid from these mussels um and it was just super widespread four people died from food poisoning people slipped into comas had memory loss all sorts of things from this excitotoxin and then a the last theory they have is wow is this making me seem like i don't know how to read uh beta meth beta methylamino l alamine Wow, um, <laughs> well, that was just impressive, it, whatever it is. It's, you know, and so amino, so right, it's like a protein or uh-huh. whatever, that um, is something that's common with Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. It's 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 what they're, oh. they're finding, it's like an environmental type risk of like you get all of this in your system and it affects and you. Okay. Uh-huh. Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. And that's it. That's all we know. They, because again, this is like super, super recent. You know, if you start typing, if you type in Canada mystery, it will autocomplete brain disease. That's how I found this. <gasps> That's how and recent it's been limited, it is. And it's been limited to New Brunswick. They it's think, so right? Because like, you know, if it's, if it's elsewhere, people might just think that person has dementia, that person has CJD, that person has this, you know, and if, if the person. Yeah, but you're not getting dementia at 18. They said it started at as young as 18. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Well, <laughs> I'm terrified. Thank you. Everyone be thanks, afraid of your thanks. own brain and your own body. Um, yeah. Um, what is... <laughs> oh, I no. promise not to pull this again, but I've just been dealing with so much <laughs> medical stuff, and I was like, let me... And I was like, how about some fun medical mysteries, right? So I was looking into the foreign accent syndrome, and when I was like yeah. digging a little bit deeper into it, it's like, it just basically got into like, well, something in the brain went... Bzz, like, you know what I mean? But these were just like mysterious like super mysterious but like, like the water allergy like really got to me that was the first one in that that list i was yeah. reading from yeah. new scientist but and then i was like oh maybe i'll so okay so that's how i found the, all that stuff but with the canada one i was like let me look for a mystery in canada and so i typed in canada <laughs> mystery and then it just auto completed and i was like well i guess i'm doing medical stuff man well speaking of canada mysteries on my list to talk about sometime there's um there was a real funky cult in Montreal. Ha, ha, ha. I want to say it was eh, ho, ho. I want to say it was Temple of the Sun. Interesting. Um, but yeah, no, that was super interesting and frightening, and I probably won't sleep again. And <laughs> you, yeah, you, I, you stutter. I feel like you stutter a, once. You're like, I have it. Uh, I can't remember if it's Vanessa Bryant or Vanessa Williams or Vanessa. Which Vanessa? Oh no. Um, what Vanessa were we talking about? Carlton. Oh yeah, yeah. Speaking of Canada as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. I mean, you helped me land on the right, Vanessa, so I appreciate <laughs> that. Yeah, and the whole the whole Cap Graw issue is fascinating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. But I think it's one of those things, too, where people are like, well, they really think that, you know, it could, in theory... It could be a convenient excuse for like, how how did you end up murdering your spouse, sir? Well, that wasn't my wife. That was an alien. That was uh, that was an imposter. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like the brain is such a mysterious and terrible place that frightening, uh, terrible. And, and this has happened enough. I mean, it's happened enough. It has a name. And it wasn't just, yeah. you know, Johnny murdered his wife. Uh, don't know why I picked Johnny my... Johnny murdered his wife syndrome, everybody. <laughs> don't know why I picked my dad's name uh, for that example. <laughs> Johnny murdered his wife. Don't know why that happened. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I know this is a little bit short. We might chat a little bit more, but uh, those were the two. I, I, I started to look into great. more and I was like, I don't want us to be that terrified just slightly uh, terrified of our bodies so much anyone can really handle on one given day so i'm going to speak on behalf of everyone and say <laughs> thanks thanks but I'm no good. thanks I'm i promise to go back to true crime or something paranormal and mysterious next time it's my turn but uh yeah i would i would rather i mean this was wonderful but i would be less scared listening to tales of murderers murder. <laughs> Because I can at least watch out for them. What can I do if all of a sudden I become allergic to water? Yeah. Well, now there is something I can. Yes. What What happens if I am finally one day lucky enough to be able to move to the beautiful province of New Brunswick and boom, boom, boom. I'm you, number 49. You hit that excitotoxin. Um, yeah. Simply Safe can't help us with brain no. stuff. Sorry, Simply oh. Safe. But you can help you us can against do... intruders. Yes. Sponsor us, Anything please. Thank else. you. Anything else. Anything else, Nest, Simply Safe. You guys are fantastic. <laughs> not, not for this issue, the unnamed Canadian mysterious brain disease. N- none of these things are the things <laughs> that are, uh, none of these things are the things that are um, afflicting my family, but we have been dealing with. Oh, think. Medical. No, that's just Johnny murders his wife syndrome. Yeah, Johnny murders his wife syndrome, you know. I think that the Cap Gras episode that I listened to was from a podcast called LA not so confidential. Okay. Um, and I love that podcast is two different doctors um, talking about all sorts of different, like they just wrapped up a series on Munchausen and Munchausen by, by proxy, proxy, which is though I also think that that's not like, it is. Although I think that's not like the term that you're supposed to use anymore. anymore. Um, but, and you know, they cover, Crimes that are sometimes centered, they're in L.A., but sometimes they're centered in L.A. And they talk about it from, like, the psychological perspective. Mm-hmm. And they've both been involved in the prison system and working with crime and criminologists and inmates. Wow. And it's just real, I mean, they are just fascinating to listen to. So I'm going to see if I can find that episode and link to it in case anybody wants more information on that fun, fun little ditty. So I... I reference sawbones um the Mm -hmm. mcelroy's medical history podcast in our last episode and uh they recently did a live show live and virtual show that i attended and um what they and sawbones opened for my bim bam so what they were covering and i fully recommend people just 
go listen to it. I think tickets are still available and the show's available for two weeks. Uh, nice. But what Sawbones covered, so Sydney covered like medical shit you see on TikTok, which I was like, all right, that's awesome. And one in particular, the reason I'm bringing this up, one in particular really made me want to vomit everywhere. And oh. that one oh. is, have you heard of high meat? No one else can see the look that I'm <laughs> giving you right now. The reason I'm bringing this up is because I brought up Mad Cow. So that's that's the connection. Not, I'm not only just... have I not heard of it, but you saying it that way makes me feel like so I don't um, want to hear of it. So high meat, as the way Sydney described it. And again, like I'm, I'm only bringing this up because we talked Mad Cow. I'm not just going to like regurgitate their podcast to you guys right now. I don't think there's a business in that. Uh, but... <laughs> I had never heard of well. this. I had never heard of this until she mentioned this. And I was like, RIP to Sydney's TikTok algorithm. <laughs> it's you just, you let meat rot and then you eat it. It's not dry aging. It's not fermenting. Um, it's not, you know, eating beef tartare. It is, you let meat rot for a long amount of time. Let's say a couple months. And oh, then oh, and then oh. you eat it. So and it makes you feel high. Okay, so I we're talking it. about this because it's not that someone has a disorder where like this is what they crave, but because when you eat it, it's so poisonous to your body that it causes you to feel like you are, or it just makes you high. Supposedly, if it doesn't kill you, which I'm assuming it might. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does it need to be a particular type of rancid meat? Um. Sydney did not go into that. Uh, oh, darn. Oh, darn. This is, I'm just like addendumming this on, but okay. High meat is raw meat that has been left out to rot. Mm. <laughs> and, and isn't that, it mostly going to be like maggot and bugs and decomposers at that point? That too? is definitely what the photos that Google just gave me. Um, why would you, showed. why are you doing this? Um, Don't but, do that. So the definition, so it's, Ugh. the thought behind it is fermentation. But it's not controlled fermentation. It's just leaving meat out to rot. Men's health reports, it can be hard to get the process right. And it's like, yeah, uh, don't think, do that. Can we just legalize some more drugs so people aren't eating fermented meat? And apparently it's like very big with, so it, one of the other. Very big with who? The top result, one of the top results from Google is a uh, Reddit paleo thread that says no. my experience with, no. uh, with high meat. no. No, um, no, no, no. It's no. essentially rotten meat. Yep. No. Yep, yep. So no. no. it probably started out as like a controlled fermented process and then people trying to trend it up or just like, I'm just going to nope. leave this meat out nope. and then eat it. Nope. No. The brain is a mysterious no. place. <laughs> no. That's, there is no mystery about that. That's just a hard, it's a hard no. pass. That's a hard okay. pass. I was going to, I was going to be offended and a little sick to my stomach thinking that this was like a syndrome that people had where they no were like, no it's not what... um but this is, is an entirely like voluntary conscious decision that people are making to yes for health for health sure yeah. sure 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 because because all of a sudden after this many years of evolution we have decided that we've turned into um vultures mm-hmm. and uh hyena basically we are just here to clean up the the dead and rotten yeah 
carcasses of animals, and that's going to be fine with yeah. our similarly systems. To, similarly to people drinking raw water, where it was just like, yeah, let's just drink water full of like contaminants and shit. Cool, 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 cool. Our country is broken. Wellness is nope. fucking bonkers. <laughs> Wellness I, trends. Um, how can honestly? How can somebody survive? How can somebody? How are people living? I don't know. That? I don't know. It hurts. This sounds like some. This sounds like. What is that? Some, but it sounds like a dare, and then somebody was like, "I dare you to put this on Reddit and say that you do it, and this is the effect, and see how many other people we can get to do it, and that no one. I hope no one's actually doing this, and this is just something that people are like, "Oh yeah, no, I totally did it. It was great. You should try it too. Best high of my life, and I didn't have to ruin my diet." Oh, pica. That's the word for eating weird oh, things. That's the actual things that disorder. To, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Craving no, and chewing no, no, substances no. that have no nutritional value, such as ice, clay, soil, paper. Yeah. And then paper yeah, yeah. has an actual, there's another one. It's like, because that's the, I Googled eating paper disorder first, and it was Ooh. xylophagia. Phagia? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And that's Mm-mm. paper Mm-mm. specifically. No, thank you. Well, I think I'm going to go to the store and buy a thousand popsicles. Good, um, good. How are you going to get them home? I'm not. I'm just going to eat them. <laughs> that was not part of the plan. Did you not hear the plan was to go to the store and eat a thousand popsicles? Okay, this is this reminds me of some a joke that the girls told me. So Okay. We'll go out on you, the joke. Katie, are you ready? I Wizards, are you ready? Ready. How do you put a giraffe in a refrigerator? How? You open the door and you put the giraffe in and then you close it. How do you put an elephant in the refrigerator? How? You open the door, you take out the giraffe, and you put the elephant in it and you close the door. How does an elephant cross the street? It just does. Well, first you have to take it out of the refrigerator. Oh, well, yes, yes. Same elephant, same elephant. I'm so sorry. Crossover episode. <laughs> exactly. That's it. And let me tell you, I was racking my brain trying to think of whatever the pun was going to be with a giraffe and a refrigerator. And then my follow-up question was, after this progressed, um, how big of a refrigerator are we talking about here? Younger daughter goes, I don't know refrigerator size and I said so are we talking about a miniature giraffe and elephant she goes not my problem mom not my problem <laughs> yes it's <laughs> like that's not the premise here <laughs> not getting caught up in your lawyer bullshit today mom I love it <laughs> it all comes back around oh. it does it does Lizards, thank you so much for listening. A little bit of a short one for you today. Um, if you are in the Pacific Northwest, please stay cool. Um, please. I saw they were <laughs> tweeting out about cooling centers people could go to. Uh, the, please. There's a bar. Healthy. There's a bar in Ballard. Um, so I was over there yesterday that just has like mist tents, like they've put mist, like the misters, Ooh. basically all along their their patio, nice. so that it's just like. And, and I was yes, come. So, I'm like, can I just stand where the breeze will bring it? I don't need to take up a table the whole day, but I'll go get some sweet potato fries. And, oh, yes, um, please. So uh, you can contact us at winetimespod at gmail.com or find us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at winetimespod or at our individual accounts. I am at Katie Toss and MM is at TrueCrimeWine69. Thank you as always to Chris Hansen. 
And uh, we will see you next week. Pop a bottle with us. Stay hydrated, though, too.